0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Latte & Laundry. I'm Suzanne Billadou, and I am so honored to be with you here as we navigate motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between. This is a podcast for my fellow imperfect people who want to grow in greater communion with our most perfect God. So join me and my friends as we laugh, cry, dive deep, and explore with one another as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Latte and Laundry. I am really going to be pretty honest and frank in this week's episode. Um, before I even dive into anything, I just want us to open up with our Bible verse for the week and then I will kind of dive into our topic. Our Bible verse actually is one that my, my children and I have been memorizing recently, which is 1 John four eleven, which says, "Beloved." If God so loved us, we ought to love one another. Okay, so that seems pretty obvious, right? But I just, I want to really touch into today's topic because it's actually something, I'll be really honest, I've been struggling with and realizing lately. And God's just been revealing a lot to my heart. I was actually just um talking about this with one of my good friends, Alicia. We were just going into all the stuff we had been struggling with that week things we had been struggling with um with our motherhood and our children and the weight of the world we feel sometimes with our kiddos and I found myself this day I had just been running around with the kids and things were just kind of not it was one of those days where th- things were not going well and I ended up finding myself stacking wood in our wood stove in a basement we have it like kind of tucked away into like a little um back area where you can actually shut the doors and it can be like this tiny little room and I found myself in there stuffing wood in the fire and I just all of a sudden was overwhelmed and filled with tears and I just started crying out to Mary and I was like Mary I can't do this like I cannot be responsible I'm not doing a good enough job I cannot be responsible for all these little humans their, their happiness, their joy, their peace, I'm utterly failing. It was just one of those days where I felt like I was utterly failing, my kiddos. Um, and they, I mean, they hadn't been perfect that day, but it was really more myself, my own inner workings and this pressure I put on myself to um, be kind of the source of their happiness, to kind of have it all figured out. Even when I'm turning my heart towards God and trying to turn my children's hearts towards Him I had just been completely overwhelmed with this sense of like, I can't do it. They will not be happy. I'm going to fail. And I was asking Mama Mary for her intercessory prayers. And it was just so powerful because she's so sweetly and tenderly like just like spoke to my heart like, oh, Suzanne, he never asked you to be responsible for their happiness because newsflash you aren't, but instead He simply asked you to love and he will do the rest. And I know that seems so obvious maybe to some, but to me it was like this weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders. And I know that God is our good father and he takes care of us and he is looking after my children far greater and most perfectly, far better than me or my husband ever can. But because I love him so much and I love my kiddos so much, as I'm sure all my listeners who have their own children feel the same way about their own kids, Sometimes we could put a lot of pressure. So, this is just an episode to speak to the depths of our mama hearts to realize newsflash, you are not responsible for your child or children's happiness. And this can be something that can feel very. Even though you could say this to yourself, it could feel very uh, foreign to actually live this out within the depths of your heart and to let go of that heavy chain that you may have carried around—the weight of feeling like it was on your chi- on your shoulders—to um, be responsible for your your child's happiness. Especially if you've come from any, and I think most of us, because we're in a broken, fallen world, most of us can have wounds and things from our childhood. Things we say we're not going to repeat ways that we want to bring more peace and joy into their hearts than we may have experienced. And so then we all of a sudden think that we are God in their lives and that we're going to do it right and we are going to help uh, facilitate happiness in their lives. And this experience with this little tiny talk and (laughs) tear-filled cry I had with Mary was so revealing to my heart, something that seems so obvious that, of course, we're not responsible for our children's happiness but I just needed to be spoken to the depths of my heart when I was really open and aware of my own sense of utter responsibility for this uh, place in them which is their happiness and so this was really important and powerful and it's something that I just want us to dive into a little deeper today um and I think The second piece of that, not only did she take off the weight off my shoulders of you are not responsible for their happiness, he never asked you to be, was that instead he simply asked that I love them and he will do the rest. And again, I'm not... (laughs) This wasn't like a woohoo, great, because I perfectly love them, because no, I don't. (laughs) And I'm growing in that every day and crawling my way towards learning how to love my children better and better every day. And some days I fail, and some days I do better than others. But it was just a reminder that he simply asked that I love. And that responsibility, that responsibility and obligation of charity towards my children can feel like a lot. And I think especially today, when our world, we are bombarded with media, social media, TV, news, all the time, things flashing before our eyes. It's just like you you never are somewhat isolated in your own little world with your children anymore, which is good because community... And relationships are really important and can help us thrive and can be encouragement for us. However, I think it's very dangerous when we know we are responsible for loving our children and we can look out and scroll through social media for even if it's five seconds, 10 seconds, maybe you aren't, you are one that doesn't go on social media too much, but you scroll through for a little bit and you see what one mama is doing for their kids this day or what another family did for their children last week, or these joyous experiences these parents are having with their kids in one way or another. And we can start to put on this pressure on ourselves of how we love our kids. And I think it's really important that we take a step back and realize that God has created each and every one of us so uniquely. And that holds true for our children as well. But I think as a mom of many and anybody out there who even has just one kid um, and knows how different they are from you or your spouse, we can quickly see how different and unique each child is, right? Each blessing that our Lord has bestowed upon us. However, I think we forget that we mamas are very different and that we mamas don't necessarily love the same and that God isn't asking us to love the same. And I think something that St. John Bosco said um, really pierced my heart was, he says, it is not enough to love the children. It is necessary that they are aware that they are loved. And I think this is really important because if we get trapped and caught up in loving our children and knowing this responsibility of knowing that loving them is our duty to them, but being trapped into this, um, somewhat anxious producing form of loving them, which is to keep up with how our peers, our colleagues, other women or men in our lives, and we we know how they love their children, and we want to replicate or duplicate what they are doing in our own homes. And that's really good because I think there is some beauty in that to being inspired, right? I love following or um, reading books about Things to do with motherhood and children, and listening to podcasts and things. And it's really good for my heart to be inspired. But if I turn away from the inspiration and feel it as a pressure and a duty to love my children in the same way, I actually can end up doing more damage than I had never listened to the advice or suggestions or experience of other people. Because if I, you know, let's just say, um, you guys the, my kids love to go outside I'm just making'm just giving like a, an example if you if my children love to go outside and adventure and want mom to explore with with them and that's how they feel connected and loved by me but I'm watching something and where I see this mother's doing this great craft with her kids and that's not my love language I'll be really frank this is really like gonna be a a real honest doc here. I do not love crafting. (laughs) I have so many friends who are so good at this and they love it. And they're so good and they clearly have a gift for it. But I am not like, this just not part of my love language of how I like to love or something that I even delight in so much myself. Like I can delight in it if I'm having a glass of wine with one of my girlfriends and putting together a little crafts. But some people, it really feeds their soul. And so and, and, and in their joy of crafting, they have shared this with their children and they love to craft together. If that's a way that they can show an experience with their kids and loving their kids and their kids are able to receive mom's love and joy in those moments, that's beautiful. But if I were to see this and then I were to put the pressure on myself of like, oh gosh, I gotta, I gotta do these crazy crafts with my kids because the, 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 they'll feel loved if I do this. But I'm angst or um, just like on edge because crafting's not my forte. I'm not so sure that in those moments my kids will feel loved by me. Sure, if I let them go craft and make a mess, they'll they'll be delighting in the joys of crafting if they enjoy it. But I have to be careful to also understand that God made me uniquely different than every other mom out there. And he made you uniquely different than your sister, than your friend, than your your own mother. And to lean into the ways that God has created you because it is through that that you will best love your children. And that doesn't mean we don't stretch ourselves. Like, sure, it's great to stretch ourselves. I'm not saying because I don't love crafting and it's not my forte, I will never craft. I That's, that's not what I'm implying here at all because Um, my kids can probably tell you I have crafted with them and my crafts turn out terrible. Theirs turn out much better than mine. And I do try to stretch myself and love them in ways that they might receive it and not allow myself to feel the pressure of keeping up with the Joneses of how my crafts or whatever looks, um, or if it's baking for you or if you just don't love adventuring outside. Like I think it's important that it's, that we just are very uh, aware of our own unique design that our creator made us. Um, to allow ourselves to be inspired by others and maybe stretched, but to take off the pressure because if our only obligation to our children is to love them, in order for them to actually receive it and be aware of it, as John Bosco so beautifully said, then we actually have to be in tuned with our hearts and our minds so that we are actually loving them in the moment and not just checking off another Task or duty out of our checklist. Like, okay, well, great. I'm getting a uh, craft done for the day. Great, great. Yep, yep, guys, getting it done. If I'm racing through it to get it done so that they could feel loved by me because other moms are crafting around the country and I'm hasteful and I'm angst, they will not be aware in that moment that my motivation was love. I think a lot of times our motivation really is pure and good and love. But it gets disordered when we feel a pressure to meet an expectation and to do all the things that everybody else is doing. So that would just be a a big disclaimer that I'd have. Um, And I think going back to this idea that we are not responsible for their happiness. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but if you really sit and think about that and take it in, maybe even just pray over it. I think you'd be surprised at how freeing it can feel to realize that like their most perfect father is actually responsible for that with them, not us. And that um, I think one of the um, important things that I realized as I was praying through this is that and we talk I talk about this on the podcast a lot, but we are meant to be the first light of Christ to our kids, right? Obviously, we will never match up to our glorious God because we are human and we are sinful and we always (laughs) will be. But we have a obligation to our children to love them as best as possible where we can show them that light of Christ. We can be a catalyst to bringing them to know him. And if we can show them simply his love through our actions, even if we don't even mention the word Jesus or God and in the way that you love them that day but just through your actions you can show them the love of Christ and part of the way that we can even show that to them is often even how we discipline or we simply serve them it doesn't always have to be this grand activity or this grand gift for us to express the love of Christ to them right like even as we discipline or we're training them in the way they should go that is a form of how we show and express our love And that can be a catalyst to lead them to him. And then I think it just is reassuring for our hearts that just as Psalm 144, 15 says, happy will be the people whose God is Lord. And I think if we show them not only by how we love them and bringing them to know the love of God, but if we as a witness and an example show them that our God is Lord. That will be a great way to role model to them, something they may want to imitate and copy, and lead them to making it so that God is their Lord, who, their God is Lord. So instead of showing them that we're angst over plans that get changed, or over accomplishments, or or things that are stressing us up and stressing us out in relationships those things can lead them to believe that, hey, if you know, if they always hear us complaining and fussing and fighting with our spouse over money issues, they'll start to believe that maybe money is our God. Even though we teach them and, and lay down with them at night and have prayers and teach them about our love of, of Jesus and our Heavenly Father, if by our actions and our words, they see that our God is actually something else, which I think is going to be a lifelong journey for all of us to keep turning our hearts back to Christ and, and not getting consumed with the things of this world, Um, that's kind of like the whole purpose of latte and laundry is to keep turning our hearts to Christ while we're moving in this this world, doing all these things, but keeping our heart centered on our, our, our heavenly father and his beloved son. I think if we do get caught up in the things of this world and they do see our angst and our stress and our worries and our fears, um, in a disordered, um, amount then they will subconsciously understand that our God is not God. And we aren't learn l- like leading them to be happy as God has so dis- declared in, in Psalm 144, 15, again, which is, happy will be the people whose God is Lord. So yes, I, this isn't like a, hey, okay, so you're not in charge of their happiness, but let's put all this pressure on you about how you love your child and how you lead them to Christ because that will bring them happiness. It's just a topic that I want to dive into because I think at the end of the day, we mamas put on way too much pressure on ourselves. That actually when we put this much pressure on ourselves about how we love our kids or how much happiness they are they are um, delighting in because of the way that we mother them, when we start to take on the weight of that on our shoulders – we actually probably end up turning in the direction of behaviors or patterns that actually will lead them away from our Lord and lead them into less joy and less happiness. So it's very ironic. I think a lot of times we we as moms, it's really ironic how much we care and love so deeply that our angst and our lack of trust in our Heavenly Father can lead us to act in certain ways that would unfortunately... um, not let them even be aware of our love. It's it's why I, I've mentioned it on this. I think I've mentioned it on here before. If not, I'll mention it here that I write these little letters to my my children, these secret letters they don't know about. I have a journal per kid. And I write in, the, in these journals um, really infrequently. I mean, I probably write two letters a year to each kid because there's a lot of them and I just don't get around to it as much as I wish I did. But in them, I you know, I might be talking about something from our day, something I'm deeply feeling about them, something I'm deeply experiencing in my own life and with our Lord and that I want to share with them, that it's not something I would share with them at their age right now. But in there, a lot of times I am expressing the depths of my heart and how much I love them, ways in which I know that through my actions and my angst and my just having to be the boss a lot in my mom life and um, hustling and bustling them around to this and that, that they might not always receive and I wish I could what is in the depths of my heart could be more in line with how they actually would receive it and be aware of it, as John Bosco so beautifully says. And this is why I write these little letters because I want them to know how much like during this experience for like a an experience I had with one of my kids that where it may not have felt loved and it's they're too immature to totally understand the depths of it right now. And so it would be over their head if I tried to explain. Maybe in one of these letters I write in depths about my undying love for them and how I want to bring them to know our Lord and how this experience may not have felt it, but I wish you could see within the depths of my soul how much I really love you and how much this comes from a place of, um, caring for and loving you and I'm. And I do this as a way that maybe someday they'll get all these letters and go, oh, oh, we totally missed the boat and not knowing mom's heart and how she expressed herself during these years. But it's clear here she really did love us or something. And it's not like my, my insurance to know that for them to know that I love them. But I just feel like a lot of times we as moms can't um, live out or look in our kids' aren't even aware of knowing the depths of our love for them through a lot of our actions. But the goal should be that those letters would not be necessary. (laughs) Like the goal should be that we love them so much and we take the weight of, of their happiness off our shoulders that those two things line up that we love them so much and through how we love them they are aware that they are loved and I do think our kiddos know that we love them in so many ways so I'm not trying to hammer this down and say we're all messing up I just am becoming more aware that the less I stress feeling the weight of their happiness on my shoulders and the more I can simply just love them purely love them the more they may actually receive that love, which will, in effect, consequently lead to greater happiness in the depths of their soul, even if that is not my responsibility or my aim. Right. And I think it's also important to note that um, this, this even extends beyond our own family. The way we love our own children will will extend the happiness outside of our own family, again, as a natural consequence of loving the ones whom God has placed in our care in our path in our home and mother Teresa says it so perfectly I just I feel like I need to hear this a lot (laughs) she says if you want to bring happiness to the whole world go home and love your family and I like, this has been a really important message for me um, lately because whether it's loving friends or loving family members or loving people in my community, this isn't an invitation to ignore them by any stretch of the imagination. No, like, I think we're still called to charity to love those around us. But I think what Mother Teresa is honing in on here is that we are called to love within the walls of our home first. So our minds shouldn't, and hopefully, aren't consumed with the fears and the worries of other every other relationship outside the home. Although God is calling us to tenderly love others, just as we love our own spouse and children, but it's just a reminder to us that we can actually bring happiness as a as a consequence, not as a responsibility but as a consequence of how we love our family in our own home. And I think that's really powerful. So I just just wanted to get on here. And if anybody else has struggled or does struggle with the fear of and the weight of thinking you are responsible for the happiness of your children, this is just an invitation to rip that off. Take those chains off your shoulders. Breathe a little easy. Take a deep breath and feel free in knowing that all God is asking us to do is to love them. And remember, how that looks in your home might be very different than how that looks in another home. You and your children are very unique in how your children receive love and how you are able to stretch yourself and give love is very different than the other people in your life. And so to rest easy on that. Take the, the pressure off of comparing yourselves to other women, comparing your children to other kids, and just remember, he is simply asking you to love. So friends, this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but um, I will be praying uh, greatly for all of you within this specific avenue for all my listeners and for all the mamas out there because this is something that I am trying to learn myself and grow in and allow our Lord to penetrate deeper into just bringing me back to this place of remembering that he wants me to simply love. So I'll be praying for all of you guys and I hope you have a blessed and wonderful week. Now go love those babies. (laughs) Bye.